Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the SPP, the Sunday Punch Podcast. I have on in the background here, so I might be distracted, the Memphisi versus Brooklyn Nets game and uh, on my uh, TV here. And Charlie, I have matched with a, a girl on, on Bumble. Her name is Alexa, so I have already preemptively changed my TV commands from Alexa to now Echo. Just just trying to anticipate any future problems. You know where I'm going with this. So I just wanted to let everyone know, if you're over at my place, it's Echo now on the TV, not Alexa. She's going to come in like you're going to get back from the date. And you're like coming back in. She's like, oh, yeah, by the way, all my friends call me Echo. <laughs> I, I get real freaky when I hear the word Echo. <laughs> I'll be like, oh hoisted by my own petard um all right we got a good episode today i want to talk about not just march madness i mean there's so much going on i don't even want to get into the games themselves i just want to talk about the main players their prospects going into the future what might might happen for the main dudes and then i want to go into a little bit of nba and if we have time i'm going to try and keep this to an hour not going too many wormholes here uh talk about uh what happened today uh, in KC and uh, being from Florida, every all my boys are talking about how uh, they're going insane. Tyreek Hill is now a Miami Dolphin. So we'll talk about that. Um, but before we get to that, you know what time it is. It's the intro song. It's Friday night. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are now i'm riding shotgun in your car we drive through the city like explorers going 65 flowing hair flying across your face we left on friday now it's saturday press jeans buttoned up jeans iron slipping up red shoes walking slow headphones blaring three stacks sunglasses flaring out thick watch hanging low studded belt pulled taut three stacks on the radio friday night i'm thinking that we just might Run away to some place we we can be who we are. We can be who we are. We can be who we are. Man, I cannot wait for that show to come back. I think you should. <laughs> no, I was uh, I was watching highlights, and you know I've said this all year. I'm gonna get to the number one projected pick in the nba draft your boy from gonzaga you went to gonzaga correct yes sir and how was gonzaga as a school what's the culture like at gonzaga before we get to chick? um i mean it's well mind you i had a year and a half during covid so my <laughs> best years I, I i turned 21 my summer before my senior year so it wasn't Super fun, but uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's a small, it's only like 5,000 undergrad. It's, um, I mean, everything moves around basketball. I mean, that's all we have. I mean, mm -hmm. sport wise. Well, I mean, we have a lot of other sports that we're good at, but that's the no football. So 
Uh, yeah. But it's fun. I mean, kind of felt like a big, like a, just a really big high school, but it's, I had a good time there. I met a lot of great people. It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. What, what, um, what, were there any other considerations on where you're going to go to college? Um, yeah, I got into Villanova. I wanted to go to Villanova. Um, these are, these are hard schools to get into, dude. What were you like school president? No, I hear kissing my ass right now but <laughs> <laughs> what i'm buttering you up before i have to toast you <laughs> um villanova what else cal poly um but i want i want to get out of california i'm from california well yeah you call me napa charlie so that's <laughs> well everyone knows that yeah <laughs> it's your nickname uh, i mean it's what you go by um true <laughs> they call me on the screen so um, you went to Gonzaga, good time, great basketball school. Absolutely. So where yeah. where would you put Chet right now? In and I know you must have at least known some Gonzaga NBA history, although short. Not you probably don't go back on the history timeline as much as like maybe a guy like me would. Where would you put your boy Chet in uh, in the rankings here of Gonzaga all timers? Gonzaga all-timers? Oh, um, so are we talking purely college? Purely college. I'm talking, and we'll get to him. My favorite Zag, Adam Morrison. <clears throat> but okay. Um, I don't think I, I don't think you can rank him yet. I think you got to see how this year end, or ends up. I mean, got a big game okay. tomorrow night. I think he – I mean – it's hard to put him higher among a lot of other Zags because he's going to be a one and done. Whereas there's yeah. a lot of Zags that have been there for years and like say Corey Kispert, who first person that comes to mind was there all four mm-hmm. years on multiple, very good teams competed in a national championship, but uh, currently a wizard, if I'm not mistaken, right? Correct. Correct. And he's doing okay. pretty well, actually. I think he's, he's made his way into a starting lineup. He's finding his niche, but okay. So we'll wait on Chet. Let we'll let's come back to this if they win the championship and get get a re a redo on this on this opinion. Um, I'll tell you what I've watched him. I've watched the highlights, and I'm this is where I have settled on on your boy Chet. I wouldn't be surprised if he's drafted and has an amazing NBA career. I also, someone told me, major bust. <laughs> and I don't think there's an in-between. Yeah, I agree with you. And I um, I mean, when it comes to the NBA draft, I told you this earlier, I think that, I think, it's, I mean, there's a very good chance he goes number one overall, but I think he needs time to develop. Obviously, I mean, he's very, very skilled. He's one of those, in like KD Giannis type of players that is that big and can handle and shoot the ball at that height. Like it's mm-hmm. like a guard. Um, right. But Although Giannis was six, nine coming in. So yeah, but he, he grew. Right. Um, however, does Chad have room to grow? No. Are we looking at a seven, get, five prospect? <laughs> you can get much taller than where he's at right now. <laughs> however, it's clear that he's, um, I mean, lacking a lot of muscle, 
he's very young too. I mean, he's, he's a freshman, mm-hmm. but like I said, I think that team, a team like OKC, this was your pick too. I agree with you on would be a good fit for him because they're not anywhere near contention right now. I think it's going to take some time. I think he needs to put on a lot of muscle because he's going to get bullied by NBA centers at, I mean, he's a great defender, and the fact that he's been able to do what he's doing in college basketball is really impressive. But, um, I mean, if he went up against, like, Joel Embiid, he'd leave on a stretcher that night. (laughs) He would shatter his bones. If he went up against Vucevic, he'd leave on a stretcher right now. Nah, Vuce, he would have (laughs) Vuce with these. (laughs) Um, You know what I I like about him, though? You know what I really like about him is his off-the-ball movement. Mm-hmm. He's always moving around. He's got like a Golden State vibe to him. He's not a very, that he would go there, but he's a very smart player too. Um, he makes the right plays. He doesn't force anything. Um, but a part of that is the Gonzaga system: is that it's all about sharing the ball, um, ball movement, the flow of the offense. So, and I think that'll benefit him. I think that um, playing in Gonzaga, I think Gonzaga very style offense um and i think it'll help him in the next level but i think that teams like detroit who may be in contention for the top pick i think they're a lot closer to serious contention than teams like okc and i think they may want to take the a player like jabari or paolo who are who in like a year or two will be able to actively contribute whereas i think chet will be good i think but i think he won't reach his peak for four or five years, I would say. Four um, or five years? I mean, you're forgetting how long it took Giannis to get get to the level he's at. But was I don't know. I mean, he's better than Giannis was coming out of – than Giannis was when he entered the league. But it's I, – I mean, he clearly needs to put on a lot of muscle. Um, and it's, I think it may be hard to play him at times because he's – um, a tiny little he's he's a string bean yeah i get it he needs to get yeah. in the weight room uh, yeah. <clears throat> do you do you worry that he has a hunchback no <laughs> <laughs> he do, does he not well, dude when he dribbles does it not look like he's got like some sort of like spinal like <laughs> well you gotta lean over like that when you the ball's that far from your arm dude it's like First time I thought I saw him, I thought, "Does this guy have a hunchback?" <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I do know what you're talking about. Though he does kind of like he's got a weird gait, you know. He's like running around. I, I yeah, I get your point. You gotta you gotta keep the ball low. Um, you said Jabari. I still like Jabari the best. You you said KD comp with uh, your boy Chet, but I still like Jabari as a KD comp. Not that he's gonna be KD. Yeah. I don't want. I want to put that on him, but I just like. It's not Jabari. Okay, it's not Jabari's fault that he played with point guards who refused to give him the ball, and I don't think that's like a leadership thing with him. Yeah. I think that they just refused to pass him the ball for some reason. He also had a very poor shooting game in that Miami game, but um, I I think Jabari. I mean, going into the year, I was like, oh, Chet should Chet and Paolo. Um, I was mm-hmm. I, I wasn't familiar with. Um, Jabari was a big Auburn basketball fan, but I watched his highlights. I watched a lot of his games, and he's 
extremely talented, and I would not be surprised if he goes number one overall. Um, and that's the type of player that I think fresh or rookie year he'll be immediate impact. I mean, I think he's well suited for the NBA game. He can shoot the ball, he can drive it. Um, but I think there's a lot of talent in this this class. I, I and I've been thinking. I was thinking about it earlier when you told me that's what we'd be talking about the past couple draft classes have been incredibly um well oh my incredible. god oh my god the 20 to now looking back the 2021 draft is going to go down as the best draft in human yeah history. it's and i i remember telling i i mean i'm sure my dad's listening right now i remember telling him that this draft class is stacked um the 2021 one yeah the last one because i was like so jalen suggs is going like number five overall and i was like Right. I mean, let's break it down. Suggs, uh, Cade, Mobley, Giddy, Jalen. I even Kaminga. I even like Jalen Green, Bones Highland. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of other names that we're forgetting. And, but yeah, the, I just I feel like the draft classes just keep getting stronger and stronger, especially with all with uh, I kind of like the G League edition. Mm-hmm. Um Oh yeah, we haven't even got you know we're we're only gonna be talking about Chet Jabari and and your boy from Duke Paolo, but yeah, there's a bunch of G League guys that we're we're not even yeah. seeing. Yeah, um, yeah, we saw them during All Star Weekend, but those those four guys that were in it, it was like Hardy, Bochamp, and um, I don't remember the other guys' names, but Scoop or something. Scoot Henderson, yeah, Scoot, Scoot. Scoot. yeah. Scoop. Yeah, no, I mean, Smush it, Parker. It seems like, I mean, NBA basketball is becoming, I mean, it will never reach the NFL level, NFL level, but it's getting pretty close. I mean, a lot of kids nowadays, and I think a big part of it is like, it doesn't matter how big you are. To, you can, there's different levels to the game that you can excel you at. Be, you could be Trey Young. Or you could be Kevin Durant. Although I think uh, I will say this: I think the pure center is kind of disappearing. I agree because I mean, even if you look at like the top centers in the league now, they all have a jumper. They all yeah, you gotta shoot. Yeah, you gotta be able to space the floor, and you gotta be able to get up and down the court. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think this upcoming draft's gonna be really good. I think last year's was really good. I think they're gonna. It's gonna be a lot of talent, and I think the N- the NBA is in good hands. I mean, even right now, without even looking at next year, like mm-hmm. it's unbelievable young talent, um, headed le- led by Tyrese Maxey. I mean, if you look at it, like he's he's the guy. <laughs> he's, he's the, the man, dude. Yeah. Without Joel and James Harden the other night, he was popping off. No, um, I mean, what do you what are your thoughts on Paolo now? I've I've got him stock downward for me. Uh no, nah, he's and let me explain why because I've been watching the highlights and there's just like some hesitation to his game. And I would put um I don't know, I just saw one move where he just he hesitated and then he tried to drive and he had no chance. And it just was not I'm judging a player off one play in one game, but I don't know. It just it didn't look. It didn't get the eye to the old Adam eye test correct. And he, uh, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. He reminds me of like a Kuminga type, like a big that can shoot. 
Kaminga. Kind of stretch the floor. Uh, I still think he's good. I mean, I still think he's going to be, I mean, he's going to be top probably three. It's probably going to be. What's uh, his role on an NBA team though? Um, Can he be a pure scorer? I mean, he's only shooting 31% from three in college. Yeah, I think he could. Nets down by four, by the way. Oh, you're ahead of me. I got seven. Where are you uh, at in this game? For um, all the listeners, we're watching the Brooklyn-Memphis game, right? Oh, I just saw it. I just got it. Okay. Well, we knew this was going to happen. Big news, breaking news. Kyrie can now play in uh, in home Nets games, by the way. Therefore, solidifying the Nets as the favorite to win the championship. <laughs> If they make, the we'll point. get there. We'll get to the NBA. Um, but you know who is an outside the top that I like that I've been yeah, watching. I do, but I'll let you say it. <laughs> I like Sohan on Baylor, dude. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Matherin for Arizona. Oh well, I lo- well yeah. I mean, I didn't have him neck. Okay, dude, I was watching one of the few games I got to watch that Arizona game uh, versus what was it, TCU. Yeah, yeah. Was it Benedict Matherin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That guy is cold-blooded, and I loved every second of it. He is really good. His his stock is, is skyrocketing right now. Um, Although you didn't seem too enthused when I came into work and was like, dude, Matherin, you're like, eh. No, I... I, I <laughs> That's I, what you said. That was exactly what you said. You, eh. Well, I said that when you said that you think he'd be a good fit on the Magic. Also, all right, well, yeah. like, oh, we'll, get, we'll get guard. to the fits. <laughs> we'll get to the fits. Um, I uh, no, I think Matherin. He's a beast. He's arguably the best one of the. I mean, he's top five player in the tournament right now. Mm-hmm. And you still there. rather have Paolo over him in the tournament? No, for the NBA. Yeah, I think he's got higher upside. Um, but no, I'm, I I I like Matherin too. I was just pissed because I watched that game as well, that Arizona TCU game, and I was Arizona was unbelievably cocky after the game. For the players were like waving goodbye to all like the TCU fans. It's like you beat a you beat an eight or nine seed in overtime. Like you should have you were down by if Matherin hadn't hit that three, they would have lost. It's like right. Be humble. It's like it's a second round game, but you don't know like, what those fans are saying to him, though, dude. That's true, but I still think it's like show some humility. But uh, no, Arizona's good. Part of it too is like they scare me as a Zag fan. Um, but I do like their coach. Obviously, Tommy Lloyd was a Gonzaga assistant. But um, yeah, I Matherin. He's he's really fun to watch. Definitely top guard in, in the tournament um it'll be interesting to see how where he gets drafted because i've seen lately in mocks that he's going like top 10 even like high as like five which is pretty crazy but wow. that that's the impact it's something that's funny because um as a sixers fan i always see people saying like how did we get tyrese maxi at 21 like how did he fall that far yeah and the reason he fell that far was because there was no that was the year of covid there was no March Madness. There was no tourney, mm-hmm. so he didn't have a chance to showcase his, his skills on the biggest stage, you know. And players like Matherin, which is it's a why March Madness is 
another reason why it's so great is that the one and done and just like the big stage allows for players to really improve their stock and showcase. I mean, there's players that like normally wouldn't even get drafted that can have a couple of good games in the tourney and boost their stock. So um, greatest, yeah. greatest sporting playoff or greatest sporting event, I think of all time. Oh, you put March Madness. March Madness. As, yeah. You, that's what you get the most hype for. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, just the fact that it's one game and there's, it just keeps going. There's so many teams and for a lot of the kids, it's their last like time ever playing college basketball, ever playing. You'd rather watch the March Madness championship game than the Super Bowl. Yes. No, no. In, in its entirety. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying like all uh, okay. March Madness versus the NFL playoffs. Yes. I'd rather watch March Madness. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's few sporting events like it, right? There are none. There's really none like it. Exactly. That's what's so cool about it. Okay. Okay. Um, All that being said, we're we're doing like uh, ranking these players. I think speaking of like one of the hardest things to do, the NBA draft is. I I I don't. I'm ranking these players right now. I've been completely wrong about 80% of the time. Like I'll watch the NBA draft. And I'll be like, Oh, dumb. Oh, should have got that guy or <laughs> great pick. And then he gets the NBA and then he's nothing. Um, let's, let's go through some of the, the hardest ones. Right. And let's, let's stay with Zaga. I thought Adam Morrison was going to be really good. Yeah. That was, I was like, I guess there's a faraway land if he's drafted by someone else that he is good. But, dude, man, like, I didn't see that one coming at all. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, obviously, clearly wasn't a Zag fan then. Um, I mean, what year was he, was he drafted? I forget, but he was scoring 28 points a game. Yeah, he was a beast. He's a, he's a legend, but. Um... And he was the third pick. Yeah. I don't remember what. What year was he drafted? Let me let me look it up. Yeah, look it up. Uh, I'll go while you're looking it up. I'll go through a couple other ones, right? Greg Oden, Evan Turner, he went was second he overall. Yeah, yeah. Adam, Adam Morrison, 2006. So yeah, I was seven years old. I wasn't watching that. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, dude! I expect you to be locked in. Nah, I was um, a nerd. Here's one I thought. I was like, I remember when Austin Rivers was taken 10th and Damian Lillard was taken 6th, and I was like, oh, bad move. (laughs) Because I was like, dude, Austin Rivers coming out of high school was like the man. Supposed to be the man. Had like a decent year at Duke, but you got to think, you know, pedigree-wise, he's going to be like one of the better players in the NBA. And then you got Damian Lillard from... Weber State or Weber State, yeah. however you pronounce it, and you're just like, who? <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, you look at players like Markel Fultz, who like was the clear cut best pick, and yeah. How do you not bring that guy? So, do you know anything with the background of Markel Fultz? Of they had to bring in bring him in for workouts, right? So I guess he didn't have the hitch in his game. When he was in the workout, there's yeah. no way that he goes in a workout and is shooting like that, and 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 uh, they pick him one. Yeah, I don't. 
that whole thing someone i don't remember who it was. someone told me some weird conspiracy about it i don't even remember but it's that whole situation was so bizarre it was like he just forgot how to play basketball like that happens in baseball all the time yeah the yips yeah but it's like i don't know i feel like it's just so rare with nba players that it, i don't but to be a number one overall pick and just forget how to shoot i think something happened Oh, my like friend! What? Like he was molested that he got or into like a car crash or something and busted his shoulder or something. But I don't. And that it was. Like, I don't know. I don't think it has to be that, dude. I don't think it has to be any physical thing. Yeah, I don't. It might I don't be just either. the pressure of the draft, the pressure of the NBA. And he, I mean, to be fair, he was put into a situation where they were like, "All right, we got Joel Embiid, we got Ben Simmons. That you're the missing piece. Like you're the last, right? The, the last, you, completing the process." Mm-hmm. And it's like he clearly needed some time to adjust. I mean, he's still a great player. I mean, he just came back from a torn ACL, I think, like last week. And um, I, is, I, he I, now? I, is he in, is he on my favorite team? He's still? in Orlando, yeah. Oh, there we go. And he's been dude Orla- in Orlando. We're gonna get to where these guys could be drafted. I almost don't want to mess with Orlando's current chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> Their last place. <laughs> I almost think they're right on the verge for me. Um, another one, LaMelo, I thought was going to suck. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I was like, oh, this guy's going to be trash. Didn't go to the college. He's been playing like in Australia or wherever he was playing. That's a, and- that's a plus, though. And you're playing against grown men at like 17, 18. Now I know. Yeah. And now I know. And, but I but going into that draft, I was like, oh, stay away from this guy. <laughs> Turns no, I, out he's one of the best in the I NBA. didn't I thought he would be good, but I didn't think he would be this good that quickly. Um yeah. But he's, he's very good. Showtime. He's he's fun to watch too. He is showtime. Speaking of showtime, the the HBO show about the Lakers, very good. Lot to give it Check it out. Um hey, back to the one thing, because it just came up on my mind, we'll get back to the biggest bus here, because I got I got some major ones here. Baseball, just quick, just really quick, because I, I kept, I was sitting there despondent, thinking how in the world could Correa deny a $300 million contract from the Baltimore Orioles, the, the power squad that is the Orioles. And you're like, oh, nobody wants to go there, blah, blah, blah. Wrong. So Correa switched agents midway Mm -hmm. through the year to Boris. If they signed a 10-year, $300 million deal, then Boris would have had to to pay the majority of that to the previous agent. Okay. And so then they did this three-year deal with Minnesota where you can opt out after the first year. Correa is still getting paid second highest in the MLB behind Mike Trout. And then they can get out of the Minnesota deal and accept a bigger deal. Now, I don't think, you Wait, know, how many I, years, I'm, how I'm, many years and how much money did he, he went to Minnesota for like three years, a hundred and something million. But after the first year, he can leave if he wants. Interesting. And all of that upfront money was like $32 million in the first year. So, I, I don't know how if you're Boris, you convince if I'm Correa, right? Yeah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you get paid. Yeah. Like, accept the deal. Well, I mean, I don't think it was I don't think he was 
purely listening to his agent. I think he probably, I mean, I'm sure there were other. Do you factors. think he even knew all of that? Possibly not. I don't know. And here's the biggest conspiracy. Do you think Baltimore knew all of that, then offered that, knowing it would get denied so that they could tell their fan base, hey, we went after a big guy? <laughs> I don't think it's that deep. <laughs> <laughs> and then do you think that the Baltimore Orioles killed John F. Kennedy? <laughs> all right, moving on. Yeah. Giannis didn't see it. <laughs> did, did, didn't see it. The only because I remember you didn't see him that, being good. Right. Because I remember them showing the highlight reel, like during the draft. Dude, it was like you and me took a like a cannon out to a local random gym, like an LA fitness. And I was just like, look, look at this kid playing these fat, sweaty foreigners. And I was like, this guy? I'm like, where's the potential here? He's he's sure he's a big tall kid, but he's like playing in a LA fitness against like some random Austrian. I'm like, I'm like, I don't see it. And then of course he turns into and I watched him last night destroy the Bulls. Giannis is the MVP, clear cut to me. I mean, he's improved his game from last year tremendously. Free throws, shooting, still as dominant as he ever was. And now I'm watching it and I'm like, how, like, I completely missed it. This guy is like, possibly, and Giannis gets hate for some reason, or not hate, disrespect, possibly the best player in the NBA right now. And it's like, I can't believe I missed that one. Yeah, no, Giannis has, I mean, I think, I seriously think Giannis has potential to go down as a top 10, maybe even top five player of all time. Wow. Ooh. That's I mean, insane. He's, he's insane. already got a ring. He's got two, two. You're young. He's defensive, and he's yeah, he's young, dude. And no, they, you're they... young to say a statement like that, because I, I could, I could right now choose five players that I, I don't think he'd ever transcend. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, so he's, he said, she said. You know. Let me go through them right now, dude. Bill Russell, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. There you go, Giannis, number four. No, 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 I'm thinking, you know, everyone wants to, like, to throw Wilt in, but I think I would take Giannis over Wilt, so I don't I don't want to do that. I would put right? Kareem over him. I'd put Tim, Tim Duncan. But, no, no, Magic Johnson. Kobe. Okay. And that, no, I don't think I can put Kobe in the top five of all time. Oh, you're just listing your top five. Shaq. Shaq. Complete dominance. Okay, but what I'm and saying I, is. And therefore, the can't be career, touched. I don't know. I just those guys are so like dominant that I, I they're almost like can't be touched like on a mountain. Yeah, I just I just look at Giannis. I, I just think, I mean, that I being said, don't think he's top five. But I don't even remember. I don't even remember him getting like when he was drafted. I don't even. I I just remember like his second, first or second year in the league. I remember, like watching highlights or something reading something that it was like this guy is gonna take over yeah. the league in like five to six years because he was just improving rapidly and well i knew this was a long time ago but i was at a like some random like during the day pool party 
and the Milwaukee Bucks were playing whoever, who was far better than than them at the time. But that was when he was very young, and I remember watching and just seeing him glide and being like, "Uh oh, yeah, yeah, this guy's really good." <laughs> and that was like, I think I I swear to God, that was like the second year in for him. Yeah, he's. Uh... That was when they had Brandon Jennings on the Bucks. <laughs> I think that series was when Brandon Jennings guaranteed they'd win it too. <laughs> Brandon Jennings, <laughs> another he was a G League All Star dude. He was good though for for a bit. He yeah, he was player. good. Um, he'd beat us in a basketball game. I'll tell you that much. Us and then like you and yeah, me? just just you and me. Oh, like if we were to play him two on one, I think he'd win. You could take. You, you me, the, and Monty. You could take the worst player on any NBA team, and they would beat us 3v1, <laughs> guaranteed. Well, I know that because my buddy Chris, he played like a bench player for Wisconsin in like a 5v5 in like a random LA fitness. And he said like that kid scored like 45 points easily. Yeah. <laughs> So then I'm like, I'm like exponentially. I'm like, can you imagine Jordan just showing up to like LA Fitness and scoring oh like a hundred? God, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, we... let's keep going. Jabari Parker over Embiid. That I mean, that one was. I I'm gonna be completely honest. As a Sixers fan, I was. I wanted us to get Jabari or Wiggins. I mean, they were really. So, they were so good in college and high school, and Embiid had injury problems um, at the time, but. I mean, he had the potential. Every, I mean, that's why he was drafted third. But, I mean, Wiggins, they were calling, like, the second coming of LeBron or Jordan. They're Maple Jordan. That's that his name. Oh, my God. Um, well, all-star this year. Yeah, he's ass. <laughs> um, Andrew Wiggins, all-star. I And I think I still think that, I mean – What's his name? Why am I blanking right now? Jabari Parker. I still think he, I mean, he tore like both of his ACLs within yeah. like a two year span. I mean, clearly, I mean, clearly I think he wasn't worthy of the number two overall pick, but that's got to really halt your NBA development. So yeah, it's not good. And then he started, he was on like the Russell Wilson, like meal plan or something. Cause he got a little, he got a little chunky. Um, and then the ultimate is Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. We don't need to get into it, but completely outrageous. Um, I wasn't I wasn't there for that, but I've watched enough documentaries to be like, man, how could you talk yourself out of Michael Jordan? <laughs> Doesn't fit. Doesn't fit on the team. And that's why I want to get into this next part, right? Because you're going to shit on me a couple of these picks because you're like, they already got some guy. It's if you got the talent, forget about your roster, draft the most talented pay, uh, player. All right, let's go with, um, let's go with, let's go with, uh, all right, I want to start with Jabari because I think the best place for him would be in uh, Detroit with Cade and Sadiq Bay. By the way, is it like super easy to score fifty nowadays? I mean, well, when Sadiq Bay is dropping fifty-two, 
Uh, I think there's an asterisk when you do it against the Magic. <laughs> yeah, you that talking was, about my Magic, bro? That was the day after Kyrie dropped 60 on them. They had like a hundred and what 111 points scored on them by like two players <laughs> no but no Sadiq Bay, he's good he's 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 a good player I mean he's I think he's a, a lot better than a lot of people thought he would be people thought he would just be like a three and D but he can score um Nova product too but yeah I think Detroit's got a good I think they have a good bit I think Cade's gonna be good I think Sadiq's gonna be good and Cade's clearly... already good yeah but I, I mean I think he's only gonna get better he's He's flashed some pretty crazy potential. That's um, another one I wasn't sold on. Hey. All right, so j- j- I mean, don't even listen to me on my grades here. But yeah, I was like, ah, Kate Cunningham, don't see it. <laughs> yeah, but yet to be seen. I mean, everyone can have one good year. I like your boy Chet on OKC, and you've already mentioned this, but him, SGA, and Giddy. I think. I think. Uh, Giddy throwing lobs to Chet, I can just see it in my dreams. <laughs> yeah, he uh like I said, he needs I think he would benefit from being on a team that's not in win now mode, which I mean when you're a top three prospect, you're not gonna be drafted on a team that's going that's in the playoffs unless you're Markel right. Fultz getting drafted on the Sixers. Right. Um I do like OKC. I think OKC would be a good fit for him. Um but I mean, what about I, on Detroit with Chet? I think Chet and Cade would be a great duo. Um, but I just think there's a question mark about how immediate of an impact Chet will be able to make. So that's right. why I'm hesitant. But I mean, four or five I, years <laughs> until he's like good, good. I mean, but I think he, I could very well be wrong and he could make an immediate impact. But, uh, He's got serious skills, so I think whatever team gets him, he'll he'll improve, improve their perform overall performance. So, Paolo, Houston or Indianapolis with Halliburton and Brogdon? Uh, yeah, I I mean I could see either of those. I saw something about um, Indy getting Jaden Ivy. He's a pretty okay. Purdue guy, um, who's another guy who would, I I think he's better than Matherin. I don't know if you watched don't it. You dare. Don't I don't you know dare. If you watched any Jaden Ivy, but Jaden <laughs> Ivy is incredibly good. Um, don't, don't you dare. <laughs> would you rather have Powell on Houston or Indy? Um, I, I think I could, he'd be better on Indy. I could see him fitting on either. I mean think indy's a better organization but yeah houston's got a bunch of guys that i think are like toxic um yeah well uh wood christian wood and porter jr toxic um benedict matherin now i have celtics or my team orlando although i almost don't want to mess with the vibe in orlando right now Orlando will forfeit their draft pick this year because they're good already. Uh, I think he'd be good on the Celtics. The Celtics? What did you say that the Celtics? There's some weird pick where the Celtics would. I have to look it up again, but I, if if 
I think it's with the Lakers. I might be wrong, but I think if like the Lakers, I, I, there's some there's some scenario. I did the research. Just trust me on this. The Celtics could possibly be in the range for Matherin. Unless he just goes off, right? If he keeps going off in Arizona for the entire tournament, then that'll that'll affect it. I saw something about him going to the Knicks, which I like. Mm. Mm. It depends if they guard. keep. Uh, well, if they keep Thibodeau, he's not a he's not a guy that hands the reins over easily. Yeah, I don't think Thibodeau's going to be there though after this. Year. Yeah, no, me neither. So, and then what do you do with let's not get into the next? It's gives a fuck. Uh, but I do like if I think uh, if he's there for Orlando, I would take him if I'm Orlando. And then you're gonna say he doesn't fit, well, make him fit, trade the pieces that you don't need now, and make this man fit. And then you know, have him take up golf, and you'll love Orlando, you'll love living there. It's a great place. That, I don't understand why it's not a free agent destination. I'll never understand it. Because I think it's a smaller market. Yeah, but I don't think that matters in today's day and age. With social media and and being able to just become famous no matter where you are. You don't need the billboards in New York anymore. You could be Giannis. That's right? True. In Milwaukee. If you're that good. But yeah, that's true. I get yes. your point. Okay, and then uh, my my dark horse, the guy I just watched one game, and I was like, I like this guy, Sohan. even though he's probably gonna turn into nothing. Yeah, I like Sohan, and that this is where I had him on. Speaking of the devil, Memphis, eh, eh, or Atlanta. Yeah, no, I mean, I like, I, I mean, I don't watch much Baylor games, but he's he's talented. He makes an impact. Yeah, he's he's an energy guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could, I could see him. I mean, th- those th- he's the type of player that like any any team would benefit from having. Like, kind of. I mean, you're an energy wing that can shoot the ball, play defense. What do you think of this comp? I got. I, I just saw my note. What do you think this comp for Chet Wiseman? No. <laughs> Wait, did I write that down for Chet or did I write that down for someone else? Wiseman. You'll have to you'll have to excuse me. No, I have it for Chet. I have comp for Chet as Wiseman. <laughs> Wiseman can't like handle the ball and All right, moving on. Shoot. Um speaking of the Celtics. Oh, by the way, I one quick comment on Atlanta. I hate them. I hate the Atlanta Hawks. Why? Because I watched them last night. Maybe was that last night or two nights? When when did Trey d- destroy that the was Knicks? Last night. Okay. They look like that first the Knicks, right? Energy, tons of energy, ready to rock. Trey doing his thing. Rest of the season, they look like they're bored. It's like you can't have the attitude of like the Lakers after their second championship with Kobe and Shaq. If you didn't do shit last year in the playoffs you didn't do shit if you didn't win the championship and yet they're acting like they're so jaded and they're like oh the regular season and then they'll turn it up versus the knicks because it's madison square garden it's like you're either good or you're not 
Okay. And stop acting like you've just won the championship last year. That's my, that's my hatred of the Atlanta Hawks comments. Um, I mean, I haven't seen what you're discussing, but I've heard it from you about them. It's kind of not really, you don't watch many Hawks games. What do you hate Trey young, dude? No, I actually like Trey young. Um, I think he, I mean, first of all, Trey young, is the main another, reason why, why Ben Simmons is out of Philly. <laughs> by the way, another guy I thought was going to suck. Trey Young? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Wait, I, what, what do you mean the reason he's out of Philly? Because the Hawks beat the Sixers and Ben Simmons. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, I thought there was, like, uh, some back channel. Like, <laughs> Trey was, like, talking to the agents. Like, Send them to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Morris, make it happen. <laughs> Clutch. No. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent on the Hawks. I mean, I, I wasn't like normally when a team beats the Sixers in the playoffs, like I'd hate them like the Celtics. I hate them because they beat us so yeah. many times, but it's like we beat ourselves that playoff series. It's like, I can't hate them. Like they weren't supposed to be there anyways. And they played their ass off and they won a couple games against Milwaukee too. So it's like, they, I mean, I, they did a good job. They're 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 solid team. They're I don't even know if they're in the playoffs right now though, which is crazy. Really, I don't know. If the season ended right now. I don't even think they'd make the playoffs. You're wrong. The way they're acting, it's like they're already in the championship. Yeah, they're the ten seed right now. They would be. Oh the, my god, they'd be the last. They'd be the last. Right. Team in. They suck. Okay, they suck. Um, you said the Celtics beat beating you guys. Is it time? Is it time to take the Celtics? Like like. For a team that first half of the season, I would have said, trade Jalen Brown, this team can't figure it out, to now, they're a fucking juggernaut, dude. And, and like, as a Bulls fan, I don't want to see the Celtics in the playoffs. I'd rather see Philly than the Celtics in the playoffs. And it's like, are the, are the, this is my real question, okay? Are the Celtics actual championship contenders right now? No, they're no, no. Who do you have above them? Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Well, Brooklyn, yes, the obvious suspects. Brooklyn, Milwaukee. But you, uh, you told me it worked. It. You have Miami above the Celtics. Um, I put them on the same level. Um, I don't. I mean, they're good, but like, I just, I don't know something about them. I just don't think that they. You don't like Tatum. I do like Tatum. I, I like Tatum. You don't like Brown. I do like Brown as well, actually. Just, <laughs> well, what's the problem? I don't know. I just You I, don't like Time Lord. I, I actually love Time Lord. <laughs> I don't like Horford. <laughs> I'll give you that. I don't like Horford. Uh, Horford is a revival of his career. I know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're obviously a great team. They're on a tear right now. But I just... I just don't think they're a championship team right now. I just don't think that they. I could. I. I know it's. I, for me, it's a fifteen percent chance. Basically, I'm saying I could see it. I could see them go. They're hot, and you don't want to play a hot team. Yeah, that's true. I agree with your reasoning. Um, and and by the way, I, I mentioned I'd rather. If I'm the Bulls play the 76ers, I stand by that. I don't like the 76ers brand of basketball. 
Damn. I, I told this to Monty last week. And I'm telling it to you now. Two Philadelphia 76ers fans. Monty, a little bit more delusional than you are. Um, I just feel like I'm watching the same play over and over again. And then yeah. when the two guys aren't on the court, I, and I know that Maxie just had an amazing game. Memphis just went up 11. Yeah, man. I'm watching. That sucks. I'll call the foul. All right, sorry. Let's back to the podcast. Um, I know Maxie just had a uh, a great game, but I I just I'm I'm frightened every time that one of them is off the court. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I've been saying it. I think next year will be our true. I think we'll be able to, I mean, I think we'll be able to dump Tobias and we'll be able to survive, surround them with players that fit that Harden and Embiid duo, which is shooters, um, wing wing players that can shoot the ball. Um, but yeah, our bench definitely has some holes, um, which is weird because our bench played like outstanding against, the, against Miami, but when Embiid and Harden play, they are just very mediocre. Hmm. Um, I still wouldn't count them out. I think they would – I mean, the fact that you would rather see us than Celtics I think is wrong. I think that we would – I mean, we we're beat you guys four times, beat the Bulls four times this year. All right, um, my, my opinion changed after last night a little bit after I watched Milwaukee spank the Bulls. But I just think the Bulls on paper are a deep team. And I just think the Celtics are a little bit more scary to me right now than Philly. Although right now the Bulls are plunging, so I don't even know if that's even a possibility anymore that the Bulls could play Philly. Um, look at the standings. Look, I know Joel is going to destroy Vooch, right? Mm-hmm. But you kind of just you give that up. All right, Joel, you're going to score 50 points a game. That's fine. Let's try and get Harden into one of his funk moods. You know, when you see it on his face. And uh, I'd rather play Harden in a funk mood than the Celtics, who are, I know are going to try hard every night. Well, it's the playoffs. The Sixers are going to try hard every night. Like, I don't know. What, what happens if, if, if they lose first round to Chicago? Does that cement James Harden's legacy as complete playoff loser? Well, I, I mean, it depends on if it's his fault or not. And I don't think if we were to lose to Chicago in the first round, I don't think, I mean, I, first of all, we're not losing to Chicago <laughs> in the first round. You say it out loud, manifest <laughs> it. <laughs> we're not losing to Chicago. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be super annoying watching that with, with me and you and Monty in a room because if the Chicago even goes up like 4-0, I'm going to be like, come on. <laughs> well, we're probably not going to play in the first round. The Sixers and the Bulls probably won't meet each other in the first round, and it's impossible. The Bulls aren't making it out of the first round. Is it impossible? Do you look at the standings? No, it's possible. Oh, okay, Sixers are three sad. right now, and the Bulls are five. So the Bulls would have to drop to six, and the Sixers would have to keep the three seed, which would I, I kind of hope happen. it happens, just so I could like. I want it to happen now. <laughs> um, here's a question. Is Doc Rivers the coach next year? Um, 
No, I don't think so. Unless we win it, if we, unless we win a championship, or unless we, I'd say, unless we go. <laughs> wow, you putting it that high percentage? We go to the championship. That's wild. Or maybe even put it at Eastern Conference Finals because we haven't been there in so long. But... What's the Sixers' pulse on Doc Rivers? Another I, I mean, major choke choke artist in the playoffs. I think he's one of the, if not the most overrated coach in the league. Um, I know. You got Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett did. Yeah, you should win a couple chips with them. Yeah. He, um, he frustrates the heck out of me. Uh, in what way? In what decision-making? He makes some very stupid like rotational decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh doesn't a lot of times doesn't take any accountability for like mistakes that were clearly his wrongdoing um do you think that he made a mistake with the ben simmons thing with what he said yeah no no i don't think so wow it's that far gone with you and simmons i remember when you used to love simmons you didn't know me before i I was checking your facebook statuses from two years ago (laughs) <laughs> no i don't i think what he said is fine i mean he didn't like it was uh damn they gotta make the championship for you i i to would say to retain make, doc rivers I would who do you get make, make the championship or have a six game seven game uh eastern conference finals loss if we like i mean if yeah, we're, okay, if we're I losing to like brooklyn or milwaukee and like a six seven game series in the eastern conference and finals. james harden has one of his usual classic two for 11 games <laughs> and doc rivers like i don't know after the game he's like james harden can he be a champion i don't know <laughs> he does the exact same speech he did with ben simmons but with james harden i don't know I don't know if you can do it. I uh, but what I want to I I don't want to hear any excuses from James Harden. Okay, when they lose to the Bulls in the first round. Um, by the way, the Bulls. I'm gonna give it. To, Levine is hurt still. He's a warrior. He's out there, but he is he's hurt still. Um, all right, dude. We got we got a little bit of time here. You want to get into some NFL free agency? It takes five minutes or less. <laughs> Um, let's go. Let's go before we get to the major splash. Deshaun Watson. Initial, initial, uh, initial thoughts, initial feelings. Because I was shocked, completely and utterly shocked. Yeah, uh, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see him going to the Browns. I mean, are the Browns yeah. now a Super Bowl contender? Are they a Super Bowl contender? Yeah. Uh yeah, I'd say so. Would you put Deshaun Watson as a top five quarterback? Uh no, I can't say that with confidence right now because I, I haven't seen him play in a year or so. And I don't know if this is gonna mentally screw him over or not, but I I, I mean it's very it's very possible. Yeah. I think he definitely mentally screw him over. The sexual assault allegations? Yeah, or the fact that he's probably been that he's been lying about it for a year and a half, assuming that it's true. I mean, I just just looking at like the amount of 
Yeah, and okay. We we all know the allegations. We all know the allegations. We all are against them, right? I'm, I'm let's talk strictly football here. <clears throat> I can't believe Okay, this is the crazy part. The Browns didn't just say, "Yeah, we're going to go over the guaranteed money by a little." They went over by 80 million dollars. They went Baltimore Orioles status. <laughs> We're just lucky Scott Beret wasn't his agent. Um, I I love the move. I think it's a ballsy, cutthroat, billions type move to be like, we don't care what the fan base will think. We don't believe in Baker. We think we have a championship roster and we're going for Deshaun Watson. And they got him. Here's the question. If you're any other quarterback, I'd be calling my agent right now. I mean, it, like, Deshaun Watson's guaranteed all that money. If I'm Patrick Mahomes, what is Patrick Mahomes worth? Like, $11 billion or something? $11 So it's a lot of money. Like, I, if I'm a quarterback, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't I have $230 million? Well... If you're not a generational talent, you're not getting that money. So I'm saying Patrick Mahomes, like I, I would be kind of pissed right now. Well, the it increases every year. The amount of money that No, making. dude. That's exponential guaranteed money. Fully guaranteed. That's eighty million more than any guaranteed contract of all time. So if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm like, uh, I think we're due for a restructure. Okay. Because I'm better than Deshaun Watson. I don't have 22 sexual assault cases pending. Yet. <laughs> Yet. But I like massages, so don't rule it out. Um, but I, I would be kind of pissed if I'm if I'm Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. Set the market. Talk about it. If you're Justin Herbert, you're like, thank God for that Deshaun Watson guy. Because when my contract comes up, it's going to be fully guaranteed. Well, he just signed a huge contract like a year ago, didn't he? Justin Herbert? Oh, they, sorry. I thought you were talking about Mahomes. No, no, no. If I'm, oh, Lamar, yeah. if I'm oh. Lamar Jackson right now, if I'm oh. Lamar Jackson right now, I'm Running thinking back, don't get paid that much. I'm they shut it. I'm <laughs> thinking. I'll tell you what, dude. I was the MVP of the league. Okay. I want my shit fully guaranteed. Yeah. In fact, it might make Lamar look like a genius for holding out this long, because it, now it's like. There's the precedent. That's what I get paid. He's in the division. I cannot get paid less than Deshaun Watson. I was the MVP of the league. That's true. It's got a all right. Let's get into it right here. Last two minutes. Tyreek Hill. Shocked? Shock? What'd you say? Shock? Shock level? Uh I mean that's yeah, that's pretty high. Um I don't think anyone saw that coming. That was, I mean, the Dolphins are making moves. Yeah, they are. The Dolphins got two really good speedsters at wide receiver. Um, now, if only they could get a quarterback. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what what they do if Tua doesn't pan out. But I mean, he's a good Tua's got everything he needs. I mean, he's got he's got the he's got the weapons. He's got the O line. No and, excuses anymore. Nope. 
will be uh, Miami will be a fun team to watch, especially with how good Buffalo is. It'll be interesting to see how that division pans out. Um, AFC is wild, dude. Yeah, I mean AFC is loaded. But... If I'm Tom Brady, I'm just like. By the way, Tom Brady unretiring seems like the most minuscule news of all time now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, remember that that legend unretired. Like literally any other NFL free agency, that would be on Sports Center for three months straight. That's true. But now you got Devontae Adams not wanting to play with Aaron Rodgers, right? You got Tyreek Hill randomly getting traded to the Dolphins because the Chiefs didn't want to pay him. I need to look at the money on that. It's like, to me, it's like, I can't believe the Chiefs, another cutthroat billions type move, where I, I kind of respect the Chiefs because they're just like, we're not going to pay a short a little guy. You know how I feel about little little guys. We're not going to pay a little guy that's 28 years old, a wide receiver, a speedster. We're not going to give him that much money. Because he's going to be 30 in two years. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, they got a haul, so I... They got a haul. It'll just and be... At what point does one of these teams like Green Bay or, or KC just say, you know, AB is still out there. Yeah. That would be interesting. I mean, he'd immediately be the best receiver on both of those teams. You know, the AFC getting so stacked is actually good for Jalen Hurts. It makes him look like like the third best quarterback in the NFC. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Jalen Hurts is pretty good compared to all these NFC quarterbacks. That's true. Damn. Are you a little disappointed the Eagles haven't made any moves? Uh, well, we signed Hassan Reddick. I'm happy with that. Like to me, it's like, why couldn't the Eagles have gotten Tyreek Hill? Because the same reason we we didn't want to trade that much just to get him. Would you have done it? No. Would you have traded that much for Russell Wilson? By the way, it's not that much. I remember back in the day, it'd be like talent like that, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Two first-round picks. That's the standard. Now it's like, oh, one and then a bunch of random picks in the second through sixth round. I don't know, man. I don't know how the NFL works. <laughs> All right, I can tell you're over this cast. All right. I'm, I'm tired. You're tired, and the Brooklyn Nets lost. Damn, yeah, that was a bummer. Bad. That was a bummer. Because it looked like they were coming back. All right. We'll be back next week after a, a wet and wild March Madness weekend. And uh, we're going to go out and watch Gonzaga beat Arkansas tomorrow. Uh, at, uh, at, at Broken English. Um, all right. Let's go out like we came in with Friday night. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are 
Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. We drive through the city like explorers going 65. Flowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday, now it's Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up. Red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks. Sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low. Studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be who we are we can be who we are